0: Hello! Welcome back to another episode of Sports Mayhem. I'm waiting on Ryan. I don't even know if Joe's gonna be here. He said he could do it at 6, and Ryan said he can only do it at, like, now. So, I'm sorry, Joe. I just, just picked the closer time. It's not, it's not something like anything against Joe. It's just, you know. Just doing it at this time today. So, Ryan should be here in a second. Um, There he is. What's up, Ryan? Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of Sports Mayhem. Today, we are going to be doing our uh, NBA mock drafts. And we're going to be talking about um, just our draft reactions and or our lottery reactions. And we're going to be covering uh, what happened in the Heat Celtics game and our takes on that. So, don't want to hold you guys for too long. So, without further ado, let's get started. <laughs> Wow, yesterday was a very fun day. If you were an NBA fan whatsoever, we had some. Obviously, the draft lottery is a huge part of every year. Determines for a lot of teams what's going to be happening next for them. Um, you know, were the uh, Ryan? Do you think there are any big surprises, um, for you or anything that you are um, maybe a little excited about that happened uh, in the draft lottery?
1: um not really I mean the the Rockets got the third pick I mean I guess that's where you know like a lot of mock drafts actually had us at the number three pick but I'm happy we got top three because I would have been super mad if we got outside of the top five somehow
0: yes for sure the Pistons fell a little bit I don't know the exact standings of our rankings um but I know that they were for sure uh worse than the even the fourth worst team in the NBA so mm-hmm. I think I uh, just get started with um our mock drafts. Don't wanna uh, take too much time off. Uh, I'm gonna get started. So with my with the um number one pick uh, in the NBA draft, the Magic have this um selection. So you know, with the number one pick in the NBA draft, obviously you have a lot of uh, leeway to make. And the thing about this draft class is, in my opinion, it's an, it's actually a great draft class. I mean, you got a lot of players who could end up stars, I think. They're ready. They, they are just great players in general. But there's not that one guy in this draft class that you're like, he's for sure going number one. It really depended on the team. And for a team like the Magic, if you pick a top five, six prospect, I don't think anybody's going to be going crazy. I mean, yeah, guys like Paulo Bencaro and uh, Chet Holmgren are for sure probably favorites, but really it, it doesn't, it doesn't super matter. It's not like it's a, a Zion Williamson or something like when the Pelicans had the first pick a couple of years back. But at the number one pick, you look at the Orlando Magic, you look at a young team who has a lot of potential. I think that Chet Holmgren could be a really good pick for this team, but I think you already have a really athletic center, and and I think that Chet Holmgren is um, somewhat of a of a, a risk due to his weight and whatnot, uh, so at my number one pick, I'm going to take one of the most NBA-ready guys who has a really complete game, in my opinion, and it might surprise some people, but I'm taking Jaden Ivey here out of Purdue wow. University. Not only is he a super athletic, great defender for the NBA draft, but also for the NBA general, but also he's shown his slashing ability and he's a, he's proven to be a knockdown shooter. He um, steps up to the occasion, and I know it's a little bit of a, a, a surprising pick, but that's what I'm taking at number one, Jaden Ivey to the Magic.
1: All right, so for the number one pick for the Magic, I have them taking Jabari Smith who is, who is, Um, he's like seven foot, almost seven foot, who's a sharp, who's a knockdown shooter. at? He was a knockdown shooter at Auburn. And he's a really good offensive big man. And I think the Magic could use some offense. But last year they took Jalen Suggs. Um, He didn't do really well this season. I didn't really hear much about him. They have Franz, Wa- Franz Wag- Wagner at um, the three, Jalen Suggs at the one, and then
0: yeah. they Suggs add Jabari first,
1: Smith but- at the four. That's um pretty exciting to add, I would say.
0: Yeah, I mean I like that pick. I I think it's a fairly safe pick. do a lot of uh, uh what do you say potential and uh upside for the uh NBA. Now my number two pick, you have the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now. The Oklahoma City Thunder, for what they've had, actually have made a really good young uh, core of guards. I mean, not only do you have an a, a all-star potential guy in Shea Gilchrist-Alexander, you have Josh Giddey, who's like a little, I don't know, what could you call him, a mini Magic Johnson? I mean, I'm not comparing him, but just their gains, I guess, could be considered a little similar. But uh, uh, you also have a guy like Lou Dort, who's a really good defender. He's always going to not not a step away from the uh the the, the occasion of guarding the uh, other team's best defender. With that being said, I think that the Oklahoma C- C- City Thunder needs some more big um help if they wanted to just keep building on this team. Uh, there's not more, there's not there are a couple bigs or forwards that you could go with. I'm gonna go with a uh, Chet Holmgren at number two uh, for the Oklahoma City Thunder out of Gonzaga. I think this is a good pick. I think will fit well with the system. I think he can do a lot of work here. He can get up a ton of shots and he you know I think Chet can be an incredible player if he puts on some weight so I got Chet at number two yes um also
1: for me at number two I got Chet Holmgren um I compare him to a guy like Evan Mobley like last year Evan Mobley was um a pretty skinny big man but he's he's worked pretty well in the NBA but Chet Holmgren is is a better shooter than Evan Mobley um chehol green's a really good de- um interior defender too his um offense is is all right, but i think he he's a, also a pretty good passer if you watch some gonzaga games and i think the thunder on, at number two are gonna take che green
0: yes i really like i really like this pick especially for the thunder if I'm a thunder fan this would be awesome yeah. i mean I'm not gonna give any uh, let me tell this again. I'm not trying to give any disrespect to um the uh, uh, obviously in the NBA, but like when you have a guy like Darius Baisley, I guess is playing your five. Yeah, I mean he's a, he has he has some athletic ability, but Chet Holmgren, <laughs> if, he, if he pans out, man, he could be something pretty special just with how yeah. skilled, long, and athletic he really is. Now um, the number three pick in the NBA draft is the. Uh, Houston Rockets, and I think once you get to here, I think the Rockets are going to take one guy uh, that's pretty laid out for them, and that's going to be Paula Bencaro. I mean, yeah. the Rockets, ever since they lost Harden, they've been getting into that, they've been in that rebuild mode, and I mean, Paula Carroll he's not going to be a guy, at least as we've seen at Duke, uh, that's going to step up and be the guy in the at, in the clutch who's going to make those big plays, um, but I think that he can be a really great score, he's going to be physical, he's going to get rebounds, and he's just going to be a solid player in the NBA, and I think he's one of the players in the draft. You know, Chet Holmgren uh, and even a guy like maybe Jabari Smith are taking a little bit of a risk in, but I do not think Pablo Carroll can be a bust. He's very unlikely for that to happen due to just his game in general. Uh, but let's hear from the Rockets fan himself. Who do you think uh, your Rockets will Yeah, this is,
1: um. well, I wish the Rockets got like number one or two so we could have a chance to get Uh, Chet Holmgren, as he's such an athletic big man. But number three, um, yeah, we're going to take Paolo Benchera to pair up with Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. at the power forward position. He's 6'10", 250, with a pretty good offensive game. His mid-range is really good. Um, His floor is really high, but I mean, his ceiling, it's pretty high, but I think like guys like Chet's ceiling is way higher. But uh, Paolo should be a really safe option to and he could be a really good scorer next to Jalen Green and KPJ and Christian Wood, maybe, if he stays.
0: Yes, I like that pick for the Rockets. Uh, and my apologies, I thought the Pistons had the fourth pick. They actually had the fifth. We're going on to the Sacramento Kings. I think there's a pretty, I think the top four, no, the top three. I mean, Jaden Ivey's a risky pick for me, but, you know, as you've seen with my NFL draft, I've made some risky picks. At the number four spot for the Sacramento Kings, I just think at this point, you got to take Jabari Smith, a very Mm -hmm. athletic big, Uh, another guy who I don't think is going to step up as big. I don't think he's going to be an all-star, but you know, he can be a serious lob threat, poster threat. And not only that, but he's actually a great shooter. I mean, he really helped that Auburn team go on that huge run when they were ranked number one for a while. He's just a gonna be a very fun player to watch, and if he develops his post game, just keeps developing as a player, gets used to that NBA ground, he can be really help this Sacramento Kings team. Uh, so yeah, number four, give me Jabari Smith.
1: Yes, um, at number four for me, I since Jaden Ivey hasn't been picked, Jaden Ivey's gonna go off the board here. Um, he can do anything you want a guard to do. He's a he's a really long defender that can play defense. Um, he's very explosive. And um, I know something about this. Like he's really fast with the ball as he burnt the whole Texas defense. Um, he's also a really good three-point shooter. He had a step-back three for like the dagger against us too. And the Sacramento Kings, if they can pair him up with Davion Mitchell, I think that's such a good defensive um just defensive backcourt, and they can score too.
0: Yeah, that's that's a pretty good pick. Obviously, I think he has the potential, probably, yeah, to go from like one to five around that area, uh, just because of how NBA ready I think uh, he is in general. Now, the number five spot is really after this; it's just gonna get all crazy. You, it doesn't really matter here. It, it's, it's gonna be super. Uh, just a mess. You look at a team like the uh, Pistons, the Detroit Pistons. Cape Cunningham. He wasn't that number one pick that was just dominating the league, cooking up. Uh, he did deal with some injuries, but that's that's okay. Um, at the number five spot, I, I, hmm, let's see. I know they got a guy like Isaiah Stewart. It's it's really hard. I'm gonna go with Johnny Davis. You might think Ooh. he's you might think he's a little high here, but you 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 just got to develop. He's such a scorer. That's another thing that they're going to need. I mean, Cade Cunningham's great, Jeremy Grant's great, uh but G- Johnny Davis is legit. I really love him at this pick out of Wisconsin. Give me Johnny Davis. He can shoot, he can score at all three levels on the floor. Yeah, this I think this is um definitely a shocker
1: here number 5 to the Pistons. But I have them taking Shade and Sharp out of. Oh, I can't. You know, taking
0: that pick—that's not even a bad pick.
1: Yeah, okay, I get it. But um, at number, uh, yeah, he can play the two guard with Cade Cunningham. But um, obviously, he's he's a six-five guard with like a seven-foot wingspan. Um, he is um one of the most athletic guards in the. He's probably the most athletic guard in this class. Most athletic car, guards in this class, and. If you pair him up with Cade Cunningham, who's not really explosive, but he can pass really well, I think it complements um, each other's games. But um, there's also obvious, there's an obvious risk here as he didn't play one single um, college game at Kentucky. I think he just went there to, re- he just reclassified there to go there so he could get to the NBA like one year earlier.
0: Yep, like we said, you gotta have a risky, not crazy pick, that's not a crazy, that's not a crazy shocker, but it's for sure that he's not projected right there, I like that pick though number six now the indiana pacers have lost a lot their team has lost a lot and i mean with losing demata sabonis who's an all-star not even caliber player he is an all-star uh depending on uh obviously he wasn't i don't think he was not an all-star this year but he's made it once or twice so you've lost a lot of big man uh power here so you can go like i said uh for this. You can go with a lot of guys. If they take another forward or guard, I don't think nobody, nobody's going to be crazy shocked with that selection. I'm not, obviously, I'm not the big, I'm not a draft expert. Um, at the at the, I'm gonna go with Jalen Duran out of Memphis at the mm-hmm. number six spot. six eleven to fifty. He is just a gonna be a beast. I know that they didn't have a greatest season. Memphis, they are very underperforming, but let's be honest here. With a great player, it doesn't really matter how good your college team is. Give me um for sure a Jalen Duran here. Yeah, he's going to the uh, Indiana Pacers. Like he can just be dominant. He's he's really really powerful around the basket and number 6 here.
1: Um I think this is a little bit of reach, but I think this is where you should go. Um Keegan Murray out of Ooh, Iowa. Oh yeah, I see you. He's he's a 6'8, 225. Um he's not going to blow you away. He's not going to he's not really athletic. Um but he will he's a really good three-point shooter and a pretty good defender too. We obviously know he can put the ball in the net. He had, he averaged like 20 plus points this year at um Iowa and led and led them to the tournament at, to the number 5 seed, but they did lose in the tournament. But he he had a great season for Iowa.
0: Yes. Here is um moving on for the Pacers. We have the Portland Trailblazers. I I honestly, you know what? you you've been going at it with Damian Lloyd for about like 10 years it feels like now I mean CJ McCollum's gone uh y- Yusuf Nurkic and Dame aren't really staying healthy like you're gonna need a guy to come in here and you only have like the seventh pick so you're not gonna get uh, a top top five player in the draft obviously you're gonna need somebody who can come in and Uh, not it's gonna be hard to fill the shoes of such a great player like Damian Lord I think they gotta take a guard here they gotta build they already have a guy like Anthony Simons um I'm gonna go with you know he's he's off the G League Ignite team I'm actually gonna go Jason Daniels the 680 pounder he's a tough player I really like this. I mean, he's not as good, obviously, you know, as Jalen Green was last year going number two, but he's still a really tough player. I like him uh, to the Portland Show Blazers. so you never know what could happen there. Yeah, that's actually where I had Dyson
1: Daniels going to. Dyson Daniels is a really good defender who's a really good ball handler and um, a passer. He's just like Josh Giddey. Um, But he needs to develop a three-point jumper more. But his frame is also really exciting. He has a lot of potential to be the next great point guard.
0: Yeah, 100%. They are the the next team in the draft. Now, let let me... No, no, it's... Oh,
1: yeah, the Pelicans. Pelicans.
0: After Pelicans. I understand that the, uh, the Pelicans, you know... No offense, I'm a jazz fan, but like there aren't very many Pelicans fans out there. You know they're not making a ton of money, uh, as far as you know. There's talk to if their team could even get from New Orleans, but like if I'm one of those Pelicans fans out there, bro, I am feeling so good with myself right now. I we just got a top eight pick. I mean, I'm not a Pelicans fan, but in their perspective, they just got a top eight pick, and they stole two games off the Suns, who, you know, unfortunately lost to the Mass. but anyways, uh, they got a really good pick in the draft, and look at this team, man, you've built a great team, I think, I don't think Brandon Ingram wants to leave, he's proven that he has all-star potential for sure, uh, great perform in the playoffs, CJ McCollum was a big trade this, uh, deadline, and then also you got guys, exciting, fun, energy guys, um, What's his name? Jose Alvarado. I mean, what are you going to do here? You could go with the center. Jose, uh, not Jose Jonas Valentinez is getting a little older in age, and you might want somebody younger. You might want a forward. Um, and with that being said, I actually am going to take Keegan Murray out of here. I think he might have fallen a little bit short for me. Ryan took him higher. He could be a top five pick. I wouldn't even be surprised if he, uh, came all the way down to number four. But uh Keegan Murray's really good. I mean Ryan already covered him. He's six eight, two fifteen. He's a shooter, not crazy athletic, but he's gonna side his feet, play good defense. Keegan Murray out of Iowa goes here. Yeah, the Pelicans they just have so many options to go here on the
1: offense. Uh um, I mean so many options to go for right here. But I think it'd be a really good pick for them. Benedict Matherin out of Arizona as a guard. Um, C.J. McCollum is getting up there in age, but he's still a pretty good scorer, but I don't think he's a long-term op- options for, for the mm-hmm. Pelicans. And Benedict Matherin is a six 6'5 sh- uh, point guard, shooting guard, doesn't matter, with a, re- with a really good three-point jump shot as a lefty. Um, his defense is also a pretty... I mean, his defense is pretty good, too. Benedict Matherin is also really quick, and he's pretty good defensively against um guards like especially like smaller guards that watch during like the michigan game and stuff but yeah i think benedict matherin should go to the arizona um pelicans tripping.
0: yeah um that's a good pick i mean building around the, that that cord you have cj mccolumbia like that yeah he's not a long-term option for sure and they're not a great team where they're in a win now mode quite not that there yet Oh, but moving on to the Spurs, look, I, I, I really don't want to be, I, I feel like I'm making it to a little chalked when I'm like, oh, this team center isn't great, so they have to draft a center. But I think I'm just going to have to go. Maybe it's a, not a shocker, but maybe it's a little out there for the Spurs. I really think that Jakob Purtle and uh, whoever their other center is aren't are going to be <sighs> incredible. I think that Mark Williams is a great pick out of Duke He's 7 foot 245 really athletic. He can guard on the perimeter a little bit. I mean, no centers wow. in the NBA, but for for what you have to do, he fits the criteria perfectly. He can go up and dunk. I really just like him. Lob threat 100% just because of how uh great his wingspan is. Out of Duke, uh I'm taking well, Mark Williams for sure.
1: Yes, um the Spurs have pretty um many options here. But for me, or like a big man or a guard, but for me, I think they're going to take Johnny Davis out of Wisconsin. Johnny Davis is is a really good scorer that has a really high um, floor. But um, his ceiling's not as high, but he's a really good scorer. That's 6'5", 200. He does need to work on his th- uh three-point shot, though. And I think him next to DeJounte Murray, who's a really good playmaker and a defender, he can really complement De- De- DeJounte Murray's game with the scoring
0: and stuff. Okay. Uh. Yeah, I mean, Johnny Davis, he, another guy. This draft, is just crazy how much they can vary depending on uh, what a team wants to go with. Number 10 is the Washington Wizards, and I'm not going to say they're in shambles. There's a lot worse right now, but... It's not great if you're a Washington Wizards fan. I mean, Bradley Beal's your only hope. I love how he's loyal. I don't know. It's not working out very well with him. You just can't find a way to make the playoffs ever since you lost Russell Westbrook when you had him for that one year. I, I think there's a lot of guys that you can go with here. I really like what you said uh, earlier about Shannon uh, Sharp. Uh, I think that, like, I'm going to take him for the Wizards. He's super athletic. He's explosive um i i just think he's he's an all-around great player out of Kentucky um i remember watching him a uh, fun player going to be really exciting for this league um and he can go great uh, compliment the shooters that the uh, Washington Wizards have uh just on a if they drive and kick a lot uh yeah so i'll take a sharp at number 10 for the Washington Wizards
1: yes um for number 10 for the Wizards I don't think they they I mean who's their center right now? Like Thomas Bryant? I, he's not really a yeah, I think so. And he's not really a long term term option for the Wizards. He's not really good. And I think they could find a replacement here. They could pick Jalen Duran out of Memphis. Jalen Duran's a really powerful center. Um as we saw against Gonzaga. He absolutely trucked Chet Holmgren. Um he's a really good he's a really good lob finisher. Offensive rebounder and um, rim protector. He's the second youngest player in this draft. He's really young, and I think the Wizards can develop him into a really good center.
0: Yep, I I, I like that pick. If they can, that's gonna help the, the Wizards a lot. I mean, yeah, Thomas Bryant. No disrespect to you, but man, but I I don't think you're the the, the most the greatest uh, NBA player. Sure. Uh num at the eleven spot for the Knicks. You know, the Knicks, they're the New York, they're one of America's teams. A lot of people, huge fan base. And you always expect some incredible all star to come out of them, right? Uh for in a draft. There's high expectations. Um They're not getting very high expectations with the 11th pick. It's not not that great of a draft class. I think a guy that maybe fell a little bit too far from me uh, in a very safe pick, he's pretty developed. He obviously went to Duke. I'm taking A.J. Griffin here. Is he going to be a guy that steps in here and averages 20 a game? No. I think he's going to be a guy that can just... be be in the rotation, take him a little bit. He's going to be a solid piece to this Knicks team to go uh, complement alongside R.J. Barrett and uh, Julius Randle. You know, coming off the bench maybe for the first year, but no, he's a solid player. I really like A.J. Griffin, uh, one of my favorite guys to watch uh, on this Duke team that I think uh, will step up and be a really good player uh, in the NBA. Solid role player.
1: Yeah, for the 11th. I, the draft outside of the top 10, in my opinion, kind of, like, falls yeah, off. Yeah, it, it can. And I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think A.J. Griffin goes here. A.J. Griffin, Griffin is a really polished shooter. He's one of, He was one of the best shooters in college basketball. He's a really good 3 uh, and D guy. He could be a really. If the Knicks are going to make a push, A.J. Griffin can be, like, the Macau Bridges of the Suns. He can be a really valuable wing player for for a um, contending team.
0: Yeah, I re- like we said. I love the fact that we're taking uh, uh AJ Griffin here. He's just gonna be. He, he's a very like you said polished and a safe pick. If you go with him, like I mean, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but you know, not gonna be a crazy all star. Not gonna be the uh, most. Fun player of all time to watch, but this is a guy that you need on really good teams um, if you want to succeed. That somehow rhymed. Anyways, um, the twelfth pick in uh, the NBA draft, if I'm not mistaken, it's going to the uh, who is it going? Do you know? Oh yeah, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder again. Now at number two, I had the Oklahoma City Thunder going with Chet Holmgren. You can go like we said, big drop off after ten. You can go a lot, and, I mean, a ton of directions here. Do you want to go with the, another center off the bench? Probably not. Do you want to go with the athletic forward? I don't know. Do you want to go with the guard? Yes. Um, I'm taking out of Arizona, you know, like we said, like mm-hmm. Ryan said in the Michigan game, he's very impressive. He's just a really good player in general. I don't know. He's fallen. I'm taking Benedict Mathren, um, out of Arizona. He's a young player. He has a lot of potential to be that great guy. Just keep building on that guard core. If these are two guys for me that you draft uh, for the Oklahoma City Thunder, your young core is going to keep building. And I don't know. I really like Shea Gilders, Alexander, Benedict uh. Josh Giddey, Chet Holmgren, and maybe even Baisley. Like, that's a really good young, athletic, or even Lou Dort, if you want to go small, that you could put in uh, to that lineup. I I really like if the Thunder uh, take him here.
1: Mm-hmm. And for the
0: Thunder, they
1: have, okay, so if we picked Chet there. They have their point guard, uh, Josh giddy shooting guards like Shea. The small forward could be Lou, Lou Dort, and then their power forward is a hole. So I think that's where I'm going to go here. I'm going to go ahead and take Patrick Baldwin. And hear me out. He went to Milwaukee, but he could have easily went to an, a, um, a, a, one of the top colleges in like Duke or something, but his dad was the coach there. Patrick Baldwin is a 6'10", 220 um, forward who has a lot of potential with his size. Um, he can be an elite shooter. He he could be... I'm not trying to say he's Kevin Durant, but he has um, the playing style and body frame of Kevin Durant.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah, he's a guy that for sure has gone under the radar. I mean... Uh, Milwaukee is, I, I'm not going to lie, never heard of that school for any basketball reason in any uh, way whatsoever. But, um, obviously, again, some talk, if you know about him. Uh, at the number 13 pick, it's the Charlotte Hornets. LaMelo Ball is obviously going to be the leader, the future of this team, 100%. No ifs, ands, or whats about it. He is a very flashy player. Some say he's overrated. Some say he's underrated. It really doesn't matter uh, in this, uh, in this, um, uh, circumstance at the, I think they're gonna have to go. I just think an, either another forward or center is gonna be good here. You don't really need another guard. You already have Terry Rozier, uh, and uh, no Devonte. No, he's on the Pelicans now. My bad. I'm gonna take. Ooh, I'm gonna take Oja Ojaibaji out of Kansas. Uh, here, 215. He has experience. He, I think he his problem in college was very inconsistent, and that's not going to be the deal uh, in the NBA. You think of a guy like OJ Abaji in college he was the guy, the leader, and the star of this Kansas team. So there were some games where he would have like 9 points, and he would be awful, very inefficient from the field, because he had to force a lot. And some games he would have like 30 or something, and he would go cook. It really just depended on the matchup. In the NBA, like I said, LaMelo Bar is already that guy. The Hornets are a, 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 a let's say, like a verge of the, play- the playoff team so Oziah Baji doesn't really have he from college he's learned that he can have those moves have the ability to score go get a bucket when he needs to at times but he doesn't have to uh, be the star on the team he can be more of a oh stay on the perimeter uh, sometimes attack uh, play some good defense I really like him here uh, yeah so give me Ojai Oziah out of Kansas at the 13th spot
1: that's a great pick and yeah, they need they need some scoring outside of Lamelo, I think. But um, at number fifteen, they need a big man, and I don't. And Mark Williams for me hasn't been picked, so I'm gonna pick him here. Mark Williams is a great defender. I mean, one of the best rim. He's probably the second best, best um, rim protector in this class outside of Chet Holmgren. Oh, for sure. He's yeah. a really powerful big man that can push his way into the paint and score. He's not really a threat outside of the, um, the paint, though. But, I mean, a lot of centers are like that. He can't really shoot, but that's totally fine. Um, he can add great defense to the Hornets and score a bucket if needed as well.
0: Now, at my number 14th pick for the Cleveland Cavaliers, like, I don't know on the. I don't think I've ever mentioned it on this podcast. The Cads had such a great season for their circumstances. The fact that, I mean, they kind of choked a little bit in the play-in game, but, you know, that's all right. It happens uh, to the best of us. Uh, They went through not having Colin Sexton for basically the whole year, not having Ricky Rubio, which doesn't seem significant, right? No, he is having the best year of his career as a veteran. You know, Evan Mobley missed the last week or two. I mean, they, they faced a lot of injuries and still had a great season. That shows a lot of potential, a lot of growth in the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, whatever you go with here, just you don't need to take a big risk. I don't think there's a, a point in going with that. I think a great guy here, you know, you got you just picked Evan Mobley. You have great guards with uh, Darius Garland, who was in contention for most improved player of the year. I'm going to go with out of Ohio State. Um, you could, there could be two guys, you could go with um, um, Malika, what's it, how do you, Brennanham, I still don't know how to pronounce his name, or you could go with EJ Liddell, I'm gonna go with EJ Liddell, he's shown in college, I watch him a lot, 6'7", uh, 240, so he ha- he's in between that, kind of that, Power forward small forward. He's, like, in between that. He's in that kind of weird uh, height. Uh, but I like him. He's a great shooter, actually. Um, He can actually, surprisingly, have a really good off-the-dribble game for, uh, like, his player build, I guess you could say. Uh, 6'7", 40 he's strong. He's going to hustle, and he leaves it all out there on the court. I really like EJ Liddell to go for 14. But, you know, like, you can go with a lot of guys. You could go with another guard, Trevor Keels. You could go with... Uh, another forward if you want, like Bryce McGowan's out of Nebraska. It really doesn't matter who you go with here, uh, because there's nobody that really jumps out of the board uh, at this spot. But EJ Liddell's a great player. Okay, here, hear me. Uh, number fourteen. I think this player
1: has the potential to be one of the best play- uh, players in this class. What? He's he, Kendall Brown. He's a six eight two oh five forward. Nuclear athleticism and is a really good defender.
0: No, um, really, Miller, I know you're like you're a Texas fan. You like the Big Twelve, but like, come on. No,
1: in. he's he's really good at defending. He's he's. I'm surprised how good of a defender he is for his size at like six eight. The only thing he needs to work on is his offensive scoring. He can occasionally hit down hit a three. Um, he's really good. Yeah, he's obviously a really good defender. Good rebounder. And he's a pretty, he's a pretty okay playmaker, I guess, passing wise. It's all right. And the Cavs at power forward, Kevin Love, is their power forward, and he's obviously not the long term term option here. So I think they can replace him with Kendall Brown.
0: Yeah, the NBA draft is gonna be a fun one this year. A lot of players. Um, you guys should look out for Blake Wesley because you know he can be like a really incredible NBA player. Um, uh, mainly because he went to Notre Dame and we have produced one of the greatest NBA players of all time. Uh, not not Only one. Well, we have produced Adrian Dantley. Uh, so he's actually nice. He he. Back in the seventies, man, he was a tough. Awesome <laughs> And, and he was on the Jazz, so like. I got the 70s. That's that, me. that's some legendary material. If you're on Notre Dame and the Jazz, that means you're, a, 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 g- one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But, uh, I know you gotta run soon, Ryan. I just wanna quickly talk about the Heat Celtics game. I wanna, um say for all those Celtics stands, bandwagons, even if you're not a fan of them now, you're just rooting for them a ton, the and you're Celtics, uh, root, rooter now, I guess you could say. Um, the Heat kinda silenced y'all. I mean let's look at this defense. I mean I don't know if the Celtics just forgot how to um, not turn over the basketball, but they look like a like a 6th grade AAU team or something here. Like how are they they're just throwing the ball away getting ripped. It was crazy. Uh, Jason Tatum 7 turnovers and every guy that played had a turnover besides Daniel Thice who um is a center. It, it it was bad. There were some possessions in the third quarter like at one point it was almost the end and they only had four points like they were literally in a jail cell and the heat would not let them out of there a great job by the miami heat here jimmy butler man we've talked about this i know how we look at guys such as james harden and i mean no disrespect but chris paul how they always kind of step back in the playoffs and never live up to the moment jimmy butler is literally the exact opposite of that instead of not stepping up to the occasion, he always rises up. He averages like 20 points in a regular season. You're like, is this dude even an all-star? And then the playoffs, he drops 41 points on 12 of 9 shooting and 17 of 18 from the free throw line. Like, this is incredible, and he's doing it old-school style. He shot two threes this game. The Miami Heat are a very smart basketball team with maybe the best coach in basketball. I love the way they played. I understand it's only game one, but they're going back to Miami Thursday, which is tomorrow. And this team can win the NBA championship 100% this year. So great job by the Miami Heat. If they can keep that up, then the Celtics are going to have to really turn it on when they get back to the garden.
1: Yes. Um, the the heat or for the first two, two quarters, the Celtics really well, (laughs) but, um, it broke loose in the third quarter when they got, like, outscored by, like, 30. But I am going to cut them some slack as Al Horford and Marcus Smart were out. Um, okay, okay. Two...
0: Kyle Lowry was also out for the Heat, though. So, yeah. like, isn't that an equalizer, kind of, I guess?
1: Yeah, I guess. But Marcus Smart and Al Horford are so um, impactful for the Celtics yeah, they not... two...
0: They've been huge for
1: them this playoff. Yeah. It? Al Horford obviously dropped thirty on the Bucks and won that game for them, but um, he's also a really, really well uh, good defender. So is Marcus Smart, obviously. But um, the Heat played so well. Gabe Vincent seventeen points with three threes. The Heat. I don't know how they just find like shooters like Gabe Vincent. I never heard of him. until, Like Matt. this year, Matt you- Doctor Seuss never heard of him until like, <laughs> like this year. Um, like nobody knows who these guys are, but they just find them off the street and then they just like develop into like develop them into like, no, like sharpshooters.
0: Eat scouts should like really get a raise. They're like, but
1: also that, yeah, they low key sold the bag on Duncan Robinson. They gave him like 90
0: million dollars. Like, yeah, in I know. Duncan Robinson, like, I know he transferred to Michigan. This dude is at, like, a D3 school, and then the Heat were like, nah, we'll take you, and now he's, like, one of the best shooters in the league. Yeah. He are very smart. That's, that's 100% true. Yeah,
1: but the, he doesn't, I don't know why they paid him $90 million of all he is is a shooter, and now they're not even play, paying him anymore because – I mean, playing him anymore because now they got guys like Gabe Vincent and, and Dr. Seuss who are, like, better – like, replacing him for, like like, $80 million cheaper.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Well, for sure. They, they need a trade, Duncan. I don't. I don't know anybody would want Duncan Robinson. Maybe like a contender, but that's okay. The, well,
0: what if they win the chip this year? Then you can't. You cannot be telling them anything about what to trade because like they just won the whole Yeah, game. true. But
1: Duncan mm-hmm. Robinson, it's either he needs to get out of there or he needs to get some playing. Nah, he doesn't need playing time because they have like guys that d- d- do his job for him. Dude,
0: what is with this Duncan Robinson respect? He's a shooter, shooter, look for sure. Uh, He got $90 million. Dude, I wish I could get $90
1: million for sitting on the bench for 48 minutes.
0: No, I mean, yeah. He was, yeah, wait, why did he not, why did he, like, barely play, though? Did he even play? Didn't even play. He's like a DNP in this. Book. <laughs> no, 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 no. He hadn't even heard, bro. No. Now I. He's active. What? Why did he not play? What? what? He got four. Okay. So the only games he got
1: fourteen minutes. Like his career high in the playoffs this this year is fourteen minutes.
0: Bro, this is wild, dude. I didn't even know that he wasn't playing. Like I was watching the game for a bit. I didn't see him out there. I thought it was just their rotation, but like. What are the that that's wild? Yeah, that's true though that they're paying them ninety million and not playing the playoffs. Yeah, that would that would have to be a different podcast, like episode, like just talking about guys, um, how they're oh. uh, overpaid or underpaid or stuff like that. We would have to talk about that maybe for uh, for episode in the summer when there's like nothing to talk about but like baseball or something. But yeah. yeah. I think that's going to wrap it up. Oh, you made pretty good time. I guess 40 minutes is all right for, like, talking about this game and the whole knock draft top 14. Anyways, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Remember to go uh, follow us uh, on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts. I hope you guys enjoyed. And remember that you can always call in and listen. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess that's going to wrap it up. Uh, once again, thanks for listening and peace we <laughs>